Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Nancy Pelosi, you piece of trash. Nancy Pelosi, you jealous old hag. Your plans did not work. Americans didn't agree. A 94% approval rating from independents and me. I'm talking Nancy Pelosi, you piece of trash. Nancy Pelosi, you jealous old hag. You tore up a speech, but what did you teach? The true colors of Democrats, that's what spoke to me. Oh, oh, Nancy. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Toddy. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most, and that's John. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Owner from the Talkcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorf. I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from parts unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild, the raging redneck himself, the title holder to Castle Venice on Jerk. Hey, Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it never matters because he's ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, homie? How in the world are you doing? Dude, I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. It's been a good freaking week, homie. <laughs> it's been a good week. It has been a good week. And uh, oh, sorry about that little thing there. I just, I, uh, my, my vocal cords have been worked up a little bit. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why. But uh, you, you listen to the show. When it drops, you'll know why. Nancy Pelosi, you piece of trash. That's all I'm saying. Anyhow, Johnny, what's going on, man? What's happening in Virginia? Uh, not much. And when you talk about vocal cords, here we are. We're recording on a on a Thursday night. My daughter had a a, a volleyball tournament this this past weekend. I'm just now getting my voice back. Did they and win? Of course, I still. No, they didn't win. But damn, they played well. Now the weekend before. They took first place down in Richmond, and then this past weekend, they played well. I, I'm talking 28, 26, you know, 26, 24. They played well. It was all day long. It was a nail-biter this past weekend. And so I'm literally, even though I don't sound good anytime, I'm just now getting my voice back. <laughs> and that's no joke. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. Hey, hey, uh it's yeah, it's kind of funny you're talking like that because as anybody who's ever listened to the show knows, I'm a baseball guy, and uh, we just signed my son up for uh, for his first year of baseball last week, so I'm like super stoked because I'm going to be coaching. But dude, I I might need to talk to the misses because you know she coaches younger. What's her age group that she coaches? Sixteen. You. All right. Never mind. So, because I, I've I've coached teenagers since I was nineteen, I've and, and that's a breeze because you can talk to them at that point, you know. Like if, if you got to get on them or if you got to say, look, you know, <laughs> time to get her head out of her asses. And today's motto is "Don't suck today." Yeah, if you got to say that to them, you can say that to them at uh, <laughs> at the teenage level. But dude, my my son is six, and I'm an intense yeah. guy out there, man. 
my nickname was the Raging Bull. So like I really like I don't know how I'm just gonna be like, all right, good job, little Timmy. No, <laughs> get your head out of your ass and do it. Trust me when I tell you, it's hard, homie. Oh my god, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The biggest problem you're gonna have is with the parents. You got to realize I've coached my daughter, and uh, we have what we have. They call it blast ball here. You can start at four years old, and they call it blast ball. You hit a ball off the tee, and you run to first base. And when you touch first base, a horn sounds, and that's it. What? And then when you get to the last, yep. What are you talking me, about? This is, a, this is a thing here. It's called blast ball at four years old. You, oh, you hit God. the ball off the tee. You run to first base. When you stomp on first base, it makes a noise, and you're safe. That's it. Then when you get to the last batter, the last batter hits the ball, and the outfield has to get that last batter out. Doesn't matter if they get him out or not. Anyway, that's just what we have. I've been coaching my daughter since she was four years old, up until about she was the age of, I would say, eight, when they were actually pitching to her. And after that year, the parents just got, I mean, the parents get so freaking competitive. I couldn't do it. I had a woman yell at me because I pulled her son off a shortstop, and he was a hell of a shortstop. But I was the type of coach, I'm going to play every kid I had in every position. Just because you're good here doesn't mean you're going to stay there all year. It, dude, it, was, it got ugly. I, I loved coaching until the parents got involved. And then I'm like, you know what? I'll back out. You know, I, I was. That's, I've been thinking about the parents, obviously, because I remember whenever I was younger and the whole way up until college, how the parents were, even with you know kids in their late teens and everything. And uh, I'm really thankful that I'm really, really big and went to pro wrestling school i'm really glad that i have a podcast because i can talk to working man's rap and if i have to cut a promo on little timmy's mommy i'm gonna cut a promo on little timmy's mommy that's all i'm saying i don't there's one there's just a handful of things that i take extremely seriously in life shocker but baseball is one of them because I, I i did nothing but eat sleep and breathe that entire sport my entire life and uh, yep. so, you know what? Hey, you know, it's something I'm passionate about, so I'm going to speak up. Yep. But I'm not going to be uh, – I, I understand it's kids, and that's honestly going to be, be the biggest challenge for me. Because, dude, growing up, man, I went through freaking boot camp with my dad when it came to baseball. I'll never forget – I'm going to take you back in time, Johnny, and give you a little story about – Take me back. I'm going I'm to take you back. To uh, when I say I went to boot camp, and then you know what, I'm very thankful for it because it made me a heck of a lot better ball player. But at the time, I didn't realize it. You know, I was like, "What the heck's going on here?" So we did an all star game one time, and I was playing shortstop, and I took a really bad hop. Okay, really bad hop, and it came up high on me and everything. I, I think it grazed my chin, if I recall. And uh, this may have been a championship game for a tournament. I really can't remember. And the following day, you know, I'm back out there at shortstop in this tournament or the next game of the championship, whatever it was. And uh, the first ball that was hit to me, dude, I turned my head because I was just anticipating another bad hop. Hit me in the face. Yep. So my dad, being the athlete that he was, you know, he had some pretty high expectations. But he knew that I loved the game equally as much as he did, so he wasn't afraid to be hard on me. Because he knew I would, you know, actually try to correct things. So, after the game, uh, everybody's packing up their stuff. Kids are leaving. And uh, I go to take my cleats off. And he said, don't think about it. So, uh, I'm like, oh, God, what's going to happen now, you know? <laughs> so, it's getting it's getting to be, you know, almost dark. It's not dark yet or anything. And he says, head on out there to short. He goes and we're and he's hitting me grounders and grounders and every time Johnny I had to turn my every time I turned my head I had to run a lap. I was I was twelve. <laughs> I was twelve and ran twelve laps, Johnny. Yep. To, to this day, at the age of thirty-three, 
21 years later and still playing, I haven't turned my head since because I'm still afraid my dad's going to pull me out. And I listen, the salmon is not like it used to be. I ain't making 12 laps no more. <laughs> well, you know what I got to say about that? You didn't get a participation trophy. You were you were learning. That's what the world lacks right now. <laughs> Your dad took you out there and said, no, this is what you do. Yeah, you may have got grazed, but you're in it to win it. That's how I see what you're telling me right now. Absolutely. There, there's so much of that shit that's, that's long gone. <laughs> it all goes it's, back to like the PC said, crap. Huh? It, it all goes back to the PC world that we're in. You know, you can't be hard on your kids. That's not being hard. That's teaching a lesson. There is a big difference and being hard on somebody just because you're a dick. And then there's teaching a lesson. There's a big difference. Yep. Big difference. <laughs> you know, it's almost you know, like there's it, differences like Republicans and Democrats. Go ahead, Johnny. Here we go. <laughs> no. Nancy no. Pelosi. <laughs> you started off. <laughs> no, I don't want we'll get, We will get there. We will get there. Okay. All right. I want to. Let's. Okay. Hey. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, where, where are you going? <laughs> you know, this, listen, we're calling it in the ring here, folks. We we, we don't. If, if anybody ever wonders why the show is sometimes jumbles, because I don't talk to Johnny about what we're going to talk about on the show prior. This is the most organic nope. show you will ever listen to in the history of the universe. He said, he, he, "Absolutely." How how we do this? He calls me on Skype. We record. And he said, "You ready?" Uh, yep. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Screw a game That's plan. Exactly right. Cause I lost you. I said, I said, screw oh. a game plan. That's right. <laughs> you know, every now and then we have these little glitches where I lose you or you lose me for a minute, but, hey, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good in the hood, yo. Hey, do we have fan questions this week? Let's get – if we have fan we, questions, let's get to them. All right. We do have some fan questions. Uh, the first one we got is from Miss Sarah Ann, the outdoor medic. And she wants to know what's your favorite thing about the Harrisburg show, the great the great American outdoor show. All right, so that question was for me, I guess, because I've been there and you haven't. Yep. Yep. That not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Two days. Yes, sir. So let me before I give my answer. I want you to answer as in what your expectations are, what you think it's going to be like, what you know about it, what you don't know about it. I know there's like, there's nine separate buildings, I think, is what I saw. Am I correct? It's a bunch is of different. Is it nine? I mean, you have, you have, you, you're going to have your archery section, you're going to have your rifle section, you're going to have your, uh, outdoor hunting uh section you're going to have your camping section you're going to have your fishing section dude uh, there's probably a knitting section it's so freaking large now it's not different buildings it's nine separate like they're just these rooms that are a thousand feet long but there there is there's like nine of them okay it's incredibly massive so go ahead that's that's just what I know. This is this is going to be my first trip up there. I know it's the biggest outdoor show on the East Coast in the country, and Johnny. I mean, in the country, in the okay. country, Sweet. just period. Don't mess around. That and a boy. <laughs> I, I just knew it was big. I've heard about it for many years. I've been wanting to go for many years. This is going to be the first year that I actually have the opportunity to go. And I'm just looking forward to go up there and see what's available. I know I'm shooting a Zeus this year. I want to. I want to meet Nick Albanese, and it just, there's just so many people I want to go meet this year. Is there anyone? Course, is there anyone in the particular you want to meet? Huh? Is there anyone in particular that? Is there anyone in particular that you want to meet? 
Absolutely. The host of Todd Ondorf on the Toddcast. Your ass was Are getting 86 if I wasn't your answer. <laughs> oh, shit, you knew better than that. That's one of the main reasons. That's why, what was it, two shows ago, I asked you, how far are you away from Harrisburg? And your response was, are you coming to the effing show? I'm like, that's my plan. And I know I said that's my plan 36 freaking times during the episode, and I'm, I apologize for that because how my life is, I don't know if I can make it from one day to the next. I, I, I sent you a Marco this week, and I went, man, I talked to my cousin. He, I don't think he's going to be able to make it. And then I was like, nah, just messing with you, man. We're still coming. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. dude, I'm so looking forward to this. I am so stoked. I just want to go and shake people's hands that, that I've met through social media. Uh, Kip Campbell is Kip Campbell, Garrett Benner, uh, Johnny Utah. I know her there. I, I just want to shake hands with these fools. Sarah. I hope you're there on the eighth. I want to shake hands with you and take a picture. Yeah, that's all, I, dude. That's that's what I'm coming up for. If anybody because, is there that listens to our show, Johnny, we got to take a picture of them. Oh, absolutely. We got to take a picture with them. Yeah, but you know what? Even if they don't listen to the show, we gonna take a picture and I'm gonna say, "Hey, you need to listen to Todd on the podcast." <laughs> Heck yeah, man! I'm gonna. I'll tell you what. I have a Tijuana TC shirt. I'm going to get it made. I mean, I'm sorry. I have a Tijuana TC shirt. Um, I have, like, one left from PodCon and a couple other things. So I'm going to make sure that – I'm going to make sure I rep that because, you know, we talk a lot of outdoors on this show. We talk a whole bunch of everything on this freaking show. But we talk outdoors. And, Johnny, that's what you and I are at heart, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it won't be hard to find me because I'm going to have my tattooed in the wild hat. My tattooed in the wild hoodie. If it's hot, I'll take my hoodie off, and I'll have a tattooed in the wild shirt on. So it won't be hard to find me. What are you, the hype man for tattooed in the wild or something? I, I am the hype man. I've always been the hype man for tattooed in the wild. That's all I got going. I don't film. I, I've been filmed a couple times, but I'm just the hype man for tattooed in the wild. I just want to make sure everybody knows what it's about. That's awesome. So, <laughs> I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, before I answer, I need to give you one piece of advice on the outdoor show. Bring a backpack. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're going to walk away with so much free stuff. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. All right. I take a backpack every time, and I fill it. Okay. Uh, You're also, also, you're going to get a free credential. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you're going to get free credentials because Grizzly, Copenhagen, and School always have a booth there, and they give away free credentials. Okay. Well, I won't need a backpack for credentials because I'm not driving. <laughs> not, that, not we can't, listen, we're, we're not having alcoholic credentials. Oh, okay. They have alcoholic credentials, but I'm saying you get free snuff. Okay. Can't right. hate that. Welcome Back. to welcome to Pennsylvania, where we take care of your bad habits. Now, my my opinion <laughs> and what hold on, hold on, I'm laughing too hard. Thanks for the heads up. I'll make sure I bring a backpack. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what I'm really excited about is honestly like the mingling of people that like I've met throughout the years and everything. Um, it's really cool. Um. Actually, the third episode ever of Todd Orner Fun to Talk cast was done on the floor right there at the Great American Outdoor Show at Bear Lane Guide Services with uh, with my dear buddy Ryan McKinney. I remember that. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was done right there live on the floor, right there at their booth. It was pretty freaking awesome. There was like a crowd of people watching us. It was nice. Um, so, like, seeing a lot of people because Frank from Bear Lane, he's already there. I know that, so I'm going to get to see him again. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just going to be a good time. You get to see all these new products. You get to test out new products. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really such a cool place if you're an outdoorsman. And, even, and you know what? Honestly, it's really cool to bring your kids because, dude, the taxidermy that's there is just going to blow your freaking mind. The greatest of the greats all throughout the world come 
every single year. And, you know, they have live fishing seminars. They have they have a little swimming pool with trout in it and, you know, fishing rods with corn on it so kids can catch fish there. I remember the first time we went, yep. um, the first time I took my son there, rather, you know, we took him over there. He caught a, he caught his first trout. It was really cool, you know. And uh, it's it's just one of the coolest things. It's not just for you know. It's not just for like the dads. You know, it's seriously a total family thing, which is really really respectable. So, but no, I'm well, excited to have... meet you, bro. I'm excited to meet everybody. I'm excited to see people. You know, like they're, they're, I've had some like you know kind of crazy experiences there. I remember the one year. I believe it was 2016. Yeah, it was February 2016. I was walking around back when Living for the Hunt was running hot and heavy, and like I got recognized and stuff, and I got picture taken with the follower and stuff. It was pretty cool, man. It's it it I, I I literally look forward to this thing every single year. Yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward. We have we have a small game show here. Uh, in my town, it's 15 minutes from where I live. It's called Expo Land in Fishersville. And I remember one year, Gary Benner, the monitor assassin, somehow I missed it, but he was there and he posted a video on his story or whatever. And I was so freaking pissed that I'm like, oh, dude, I didn't know you were here and I would love to shake your hand. Well, I know he's going to be here this weekend. So, I'm looking forward to meeting him and and just other people that are in the industry. I just I just can't wait to meet them. Shake hands. I'm looking forward to it. My cousin, who's, who's driving me up there, he's more towards the uh, fishing side of it. He said, I want to go for the fishing side. He said, I know you got people you want to meet. I know you, you want to go do your podcast. He said, I'm already going. You want to ride with me? I'm like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> so... It's going to be a good time, homie. I'm looking. I'm so looking forward to it. We we, we talked. Uh, what was it? Monday? I think it was a Monday. Yeah, man. We're four days away, or, or Tuesday. We're, we're four days away. I'm like, yeah. Let me call my cousin and make sure we're still good because the way my luck goes, something's happened. And then I called him. As soon as, as soon as we got done, I called him. And he's like. Yeah, man, he said, I threw out my back. He said, but I think I'm still good. I, I, I'm still planning on going. He's going to pick me up around 6 o'clock because that's going to put us up there right around when the time, uh, the gates open. So I'm stoked, dude. Yeah, dude, it's you are going to absolutely love it, I promise. It's going to be one of the – Oh, I know. It's going to be one of the coolest experiences you've probably had in a long time. It is for me every single year. Yeah, well, it, one of the things that – that I'm most interested in because I was asked to be a elite ambassador uh, a few months ago. And I pretty much, I can't remember who contacted me. I can't remember his name, but I'm like, man, I would love to be, but I gave up bow hunting you know, six years ago because of a shoulder injury and I switched to a crossbow. Now, everybody keeps telling me, eh, well, you've you got to try an elite. I want to go up and shoot a, a, an elite bow. Everybody's telling me, Johnny, don't worry about it, man. It, it's smooth. I just want to go up and shoot the lead bow. If I can pull the bow back with no shoulder problems, I want to get back into bow hunting so bad. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my crossbow hunting because, you know, that's what I've been doing for the past six years. But if I can get back into bow hunting and not have any shoulder problems, that's the route I want to take this year. Well, I will push you towards it if possible because that's the best way to hunt. But, uh, dude, I, I already know that. No, for sure. So, all right, we, that's kind of my answer to this thing. It's just going to be awesome. It's just always awesome. I look forward to every freaking thing there. Um, yeah. We have more? First off, yeah, we have more. First off, thank you, Sarah, for the question. Yes, Wonderful thank you question. very much. All right, so the next question is from Josh Engler. <laughs> Who won the Super Bowl? <laughs> Who won the Super Bowl? Listen, this, listen, this Hulk Hogan wannabe, let me tell you about my buddy, okay? He's a good buddy of mine for a very long time. <laughs> this dude, okay, is the biggest cheese fan in the history of the universe. Legitimately. And where we live, there is nobody, there is no other 
I don't know of a single person who roots for, I mean, obviously you got those J Browns who root for the Cowboys nationwide, which I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how they're like not behind a prison cell, but, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <coughs> Did you say Cowboys? You feeling better? <coughs> okay. Now I'm good. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Sorry. <laughs> Where we live, it's just Steelers and Eagles. If if you go an hour west of us, no, I'm sorry, an hour east of us, that's like Eagle territory. Where I'm at, we're all Steelers. But this guy, since the beginning of time, has been a Chiefs fan for some ungodly reason, and they kind of got lucky this year. So, Josh, the Chiefs won, my man. Did he get lucky? (laughs) I was rooting for the 49ers. I, you know, because I didn't have a dog in the race, we might as well root for the underdog. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but because you you asked me for my predictions, I was off on the score, but I had the Chiefs before the game even played. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. What I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Chiefs won. Next question. Josh, your name has been right, immortalized. Next. Go ahead. Thank you, jo- thank you, Josh, for your question. All right, so the next question we have is from our mutual friend, Peter Seraphine from Liberty Lighthouse. Liberty which, Lighthouse, Liberty Lighthouse Podcast. Liberty Lighthouse Podcast. Yes. I just butchered that. Liberty Lighthouse Podcast. Johnny, you were on it. <laughs> I was. I was on that podcast two weeks ago. Thank you, Peter, for having me on. I, I listened to it. I still kind of sound like an idiot, like I do all the time, but... Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And his question is, how could neither you nor Johnny include Freddie Mercury in last week's top five vocalist? Well, 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 Peter, <laughs> let me let me give you an answer. I have documented memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I just went to an almost queen concert. How can I have forgotten that? Yeah, but it's it's too hard. It, it's so hard to name just your top five because there are so many. There's so many great vocalists out there. It's just like when we were naming them off, I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking, how did I forget Adam Lambert? No, Adam dude. Lambert is amazing. Dude, I know. Right, and I didn't mention him. It's just so hard to name a top five because if you name top five, just like Peter said, ah, man, damn, yeah, I forgot Freddie Mercury. How could you forget him? It's just so that that was a tough question a couple weeks ago. I'm just saying, after the opening of the show, <laughs> if I'm not in everybody's top five for my Nancy Pelosi song, I'm gonna be really ticked off. Yeah, but you got to understand, I haven't heard it yet. I know you I haven't. won't hear it till tomorrow. I'm not giving you the privilege. It, you know I why? Know, and and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Why? I'm doing you a favor by not letting you hear this. Do you have any idea why? <laughs> no. What happens every time I create one of these, one of these should be on Billboard hits? What? What, what happens to you? have no clue what you're talking about. What are you talking about? It gets stuck in your head for days. Oh, yeah. Because I write a catchy tune. Be, it, you, you could have sent that to me tonight. It's only going to be stuck in my head until tomorrow. I need to record you a semi-professional already... show, Johnny. I can't have you being on here. Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. I can't have you saying Nancy Pelosi. I can't have you doing that when I'm trying to record a professional show. All right. Well, you keep recording your professional show. Let's go. I don't know how to do that no more. <laughs> this your, that's your fault. You <laughs> yeah. me to be here. I know I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, honestly, uh, there's just so many. You know, it's, it's like anytime you do like a rapid fire question thing, you're always going to forget stuff. So, But, mm-hmm. Peter, I definitely agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. Shame on us. Right, you ready? Shame on us. All right, so you ready for the next one? There's more? Yeah, there's. Yeah, we got more questions. Holy smokes. We are freaking popular. Fire away. 
right, so this is from my sister, Bing. Hi, Bing. She wants to know what is... Huh? Hi, Bing. I'm saying hi. Bing, that's saying, my girl. I'm saying hi to your sister. That's right. She wants to know what is the hottest food you have eaten. Oh, God. Actually, no. I, I, know, I know exactly what it is. Hot as in, like, spicy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hot as in, take your breath away. Huh. Take your breath away. Uh, I'm going to say, okay, when I was in carpentry school, there was a culinary class that was right there, too. And every, I think it was, like, one Friday a month or something, they had, like, a wing day. And um, I don't know what on earth, what kind of black death they put on their freaking, <laughs> on their wings. But I wanted to die for the next, I don't know, three weeks until they made them again. But they were so freaking flavorful. With the heat, with the fire, with the devil breathing down your face, you still wanted them the, like three or four weeks later when they did it again. By far, that is that is one hundred percent it, without question. Okay. Right. The devil ate right. my soul every time I ate those, <laughs> and I am not even like a I'm not like a super spicy. Oh my god, I gotta have the hottest wing here to win a free T-shirt. That's not me at all. But these suckers were okay. shooting flames, bro. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. What's yours? Uh, mine is actually going to be my homemade jerky that I put ghost pepper powder in my mixture and I, I put four teaspoons of ghost pepper powder in my mixture on my jerky. I honestly Todd, you could only eat about one. If you're a badass, you could eat two pieces of jerky and that's about all you could eat. That's the hottest food I've ever had and it, this this I'm actually out of it uh, my next door neighbor my he used to live next door to me he brought it back to me from Pennsylvania actually and oh my gosh dude it was the hottest stuff I've ever had but it was so the flavor was so good but it would light your mouth up yeah that's not what you were gonna say that, <laughs> No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. But Fire in the that's hole. probably the hottest. And, and there, there's a there's a, a, a second part to this question because I know what she's getting at. It, a while back, I did this hot choco loco challenge that it's supposed to be the hottest chocolate you can ever eat. Wait, okay? spicy chocolate? Huh? Spicy chocolate? Oh yeah, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, Choco. I think it's called Choco Loco or something. You freaking suck. It's, it's it's a square. It's a square about. I mean, about the size of a saltine cracker of chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Well, someone asked me, said, "Hey, you want to try it?" Yeah, I'll try it. Well, I did. Drama videotaped me. My daughter edited the video. I'm going to tell you what, it was hot, dude. It was real hot. And my sister always dares me to, to hey, you want to try this? She's the one that gave me the uh, jalapeno pickled quail eggs for my birthday. Do you right. remember that? Oh, I remember. Yeah. Well, she's the one that gave me that. Well, when she saw the video of me eating that chocolate, she said, hey, you want to do the, hold on, where is it? She said, hey, you want to do the Satan's Toe Challenge? I'm like, what is that? And Catfish Cooley, do you know who I'm talking about by Catfish Cooley? I know who Catfish Cooley is, yeah. Okay, well, nuts. he did it, and he videotaped it. Oh, what it is, it's a hot sucker that you have to hold in your mouth for five minutes. That's the challenge. Wait, is a sucker is in, like, a lollipop? Yeah, like a lollipop sucker. Who the heck said that? That's all it is. Is that what you it's, call them down there? Suckers? A, do what? You guys call them suckers? Yeah. Suckers, lollipops, don't matter. Uh, okay, sure. Water, what water. Do you call, Go what ahead. What do you call them? A freaking lollipop. It what says it on the back. 
It, okay. do, it doesn't okay. say suck my suckers. Sucker doesn't matter. The thing is, <laughs> you gotta you gotta put this thing. You gotta hold this thing in your mouth for five minutes. You can't take it out. That's the challenge. And my sister, she texted me. She said, "If I get the sucker, will you do the challenge?" I'm like, "Sure, absolutely." Well, guess what? She got the sucker in last week. <laughs> Are you nervous? Uh, yeah, I'm nervous. It's going to hurt. <laughs> but I'm a man of my word. I, I, so we don't get together that much. Uh, she came and watched Shelly play uh, volleyball last weekend. It was great seeing her and uh, my niece. So, yeah, we're going to be getting together here in the next two or three weeks, and I'm going to do this Satan's Toe Challenge. Dude. And like I said, this this is not the first time I've done this. It's first time since you and I've been recording, but I do stupid shit like that. <laughs> Dude, I just Googled this. It's $10 for a lollipop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to, listen, if we, have to, if we have to take 10 bucks out of the freaking, out of the show account, we're going to have to start a GoFundMe. GoFundMe for a sucker. <laughs> We're, we're uh, starting a campaign. Worry. It, don't worry. When I do it, it will be recorded. It will be edited by my daughter. Don't worry. It will be recorded when I do it. So, support. You got to go back. You got to go back to my timeline way back when I did the Choco Loco challenge because it was hot. <laughs> Dreamer was taping me the whole time. Yeah, it got hot. I'm like. And it, that, yeah, that tastes like, yeah, that's just chocolate. Oh, yeah, it's getting warm. Dude, next thing I know, my forehead's sweating, my head's sweating, my, the back of my throat, my tongue was burning. It's funny. I don't care. I don't mind doing that kind of stuff. It's fun. Dude, listen. <laughs> We're going to need to start a support Johnny's challenge fetish, whatever, campaign to try to raise money so we can get you to do more challenges what do you say are you wait are you down for the challenge to do the challenge (laughs) i'm game dude i'm game you know what i'll try anything once (laughs) let me tell you about the tony two finger twister Next I'm question. That. I'm not trying that. <laughs> Next I question. I know what that consists of. <laughs> oh, you got me. Damn it, Todd. You got me stumped on that one, son. <laughs> it's marshmallows, it's frog legs, and, and a little bit of graham cracker mixed with a twisting motion. It's the oddest thing ever. <laughs> oh, that didn't feel good. Me, son. Oh, shit. All right, are you, let's get off. Are you ready to move on to another I'm one? I'm totally ready to move on right now, yeah. All right, let's see. Where am I at? All right, so our boy Chris Price. <laughs> this freaking guy. Chris Price wants... Huh? This freaking guy. Yeah, so he wants to know. Yeah, I'm okay, sure he wants to know the, something. The, um, yeah. The, the impeachment is over. Whoop, whoop. They can't prove... Whoop, whoop. They can't prove anything, so give me y'all's opinion on what the penalty should be filed and what should be done with Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech. Nancy Pelosi, (laughs) you piece of trash. Um, (laughs) The thing, like, you, you, you can't do anything about her tearing up papers. I would love. I, uh, <laughs> I would just. I don't know. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't right. like this woman. Nope. I'm a nice guy, but I don't like this woman. I don't think many people do. There is there is an evil <laughs> amount of arrogance with. Facials, mannerisms, overall character when it comes to this incredibly jealous old hag. Oh, God, you took the words out of my mouth. Old hag. 
So, I mean, I I don't think he could do anything about someone tearing up a paper. I, I, I Because, and, and, and here's why, because it already, the perception of America already on an act like that, I, I think that's already going to do enough. I mean, look how many people have, have spoken out just about that. You know, people are going to be like, well, he didn't shake her hand. Well, why would you look? I, I wouldn't want to shake someone's hands. That's a total schmuck. Why do I want to associate with him? Yeah. You know what? Pretty important job. They kind of have to coexist somehow, some way. Obviously it's not working, but you know, it's supposed to, it's, it's, I think, I, I think the tearing up of the speech live on TV for the world to see is a lot more disrespectful than him not shaking him not shaking her hand after everything she's done. Right. And did you see the video where she pre tore him? I she yes. knew what she was gonna do. Yes. You did you did? Yes I did. Yeah. Alright, come on. So here's my thing. As far as I'm concerned, whether he missed her handshake or not, I wouldn't have shook a fuck oop. I wouldn't have shook her <laughs> freaking hand anyway. No. But but here's my thing, you know, when you have when you introduce the president, normally they have a certain thing they say. You know, ladies and gentlemen, the esteemed president of the United States, and she pretty much said Senate, the president. Yep. And that's how she introduced him. You know what? That's a kick in his balls. Whether he meant to do it or not, I wouldn't have shook her freaking hand either. I am, I'm gonna tell you what I watched. We watched the whole thing. So did I. And it was actually, it was actually comical to me because I have never seen someone squirm and squiggle and look so easy. And I posted this on my Facebook. I haven't seen someone look that uneasy since the freaking uh oh damn! I even posted Conrad Murray trial. You know who I'm talking about? I'm not sure. Conrad Murray, Conrad Murray was Michael Jackson's doctor that got uh, convicted of yeah. murder. Yes, yes, yes. I have never seen somebody look so uneasy since that damn trial. Hmm. She she couldn't sit still. She, you know what? As much money as that woman has, you would think she could invest in some freaking fixadent. <laughs> Come on. She's sitting up there trying to suck the corn out of her dentures or keep it in place. I don't know, dude. It's just, I don't know. She's an evil, evil woman. Let me tell you what she did, okay? Yep. She totally, like, America's not stupid. We're sick and tired of the petty BS going back and forth. And what she did was she really, really, really hurt any woman's chances at ever having that position. Having the top dog's position. In I my, hope so, dude. In my mind, that's what it is. And, I mean, you know what? If if there is a woman, whoever gets elected president, I will freaking support. You know why? Because it's the president, and that's what you're supposed to do. Because they're supposed to look out for you. Mm-hmm. But her actions and being a woman of power, and that doesn't give off a good perception of what a woman in power in it in a very important role in this country, it, it, it doesn't look good for the female race. Or, I'm sorry, it doesn't look good for the for freaking women, Johnny. I'm sorry, I don't even know. Jesus, no, I know, I know, you know what I, I mean? Know get, I know you're getting frustrated. I get frustrated. It's I mean, stupid. She's up there looking at papers. She's trying to follow along. She's pulling out. She's looking at one paper and pulling one and putting it to the side. And I made the post. I'm like, you know damn well you can't read. It's too late at night. You're seeing double. She had a wet bar sitting in front of her, for God's sake. I know. <laughs> I don't like this woman. Oh, good God. I don't like that woman either. <laughs> she is. She's evil, man. Oh, shit. The, re- the reason woman. why this country is divided is not... I'm, I don't care if you get ticked off. Listen to another show. I don't care. I got enough freaking listeners. But I'm telling you right now, the reason why this country is the freaking way that it is, is because is, I've never seen the 
this amount of people be such poor losers in anything so the dude's not a politician he still kicked your butt who cares you know why do you have to be a politician to hold that position you know why he's not a politician but darn it he's doing a darn good job you don't have to get butt hurt because somebody an outsider came in and overtook your every and overtook everything you have the whole the democrats are dividing this entire freaking country I'm sorry, sorry. You want the honest opinion? I I've been I've spoken the truth on this show from day one. I got kicked off the air for it, but I'm back because it was true. I'm telling you right now. We, we, I, I I feel like the things that are going on with the Democrats is incredibly classless, Johnny. There is absolutely no class. Yep. They're sore losers. They just won't accept. Instead of you know trying to turn a negative into a positive, well, no, because that shows that we're weak. That shows that we won't stand together. That shows that we're going to side with the enemies. Come on, man. Yep. So I've 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 brought it down a couple notches. I'm going to be calm right now. And I know how to I, I know how to change that. But go ahead. What'd you say? I know how to change that. I I, I, I know how to get okay. you fired up. <laughs> uh, I know you do. But right now, I'm, I'm, I'm calm. I'm actually sitting here. I'm not mad. And I'm going to speak some truth. And I'm going to be honest. I have never been a voting person. I'm, I did not register until 2016. Okay? And you go back eight years before that, when President Obama was running for office, uh, office, I'm going to tell you right now, had I been a voting man, I would have voted for him that year. That first election cycle, cycle, I would have voted for that man. Not going to lie. Absolutely. I've said it a hundred times. I would have voted for him. About, you know, two and a half years in, I'm like, nah, this ain't right. And then his next election, I'm like, no, there's just no freaking way I'd vote for him. And, you know, he's he he has caused so much divide in this country. He raised war against police, as far as I'm concerned. And then when 2016 rolled around and Hillary Clinton got the nomination, and it was Donald Trump, I went, shit, no, I'm registering to vote. I I can't bitch about something if I don't vote. I registered to vote. I voted for Donald Trump. Trump won. When that, you know what? I got more money in my pocket than I ever have. He's not sending 180 million dollars overseas. He's sending a million dollar missile to take care of shit. As far as I'm concerned, and I can guarantee you, he will have my vote this year. Guaranteed. And. I don't even want to say it. I'm calm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the approval rating from Republicans and independents? Yes. 94% Republicans and independents yep. on Donald Trump approval rating. Yep. What's that say? I saw that. Well, I saw that, but I'm. you got to understand you're dealing with a government. I mean, hell, the Iowa caucus can't even get their shit straight. How about it? So, uh, I, I'm just, hold on, let, let me finish my statement. I, yes, the Iowa, the, they can't even get their shit straight. I'm not trying to gloat. Everybody's saying, oh, it's a Donald Trump 2020 landslide. Look, you're dealing with government. People don't want him in there. So, I'm not trying to gloat. Until the man is elected again this November, I don't want to gloat. Yes, as far as I'm concerned, he should win by a landslide. But our government is corrupt, and that's what people don't understand. That's why I love Donald Trump. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. He wants what's best for his United States. You go back and look at his interview Back in the 80s, he was on Oprah. Will you ever run for president? No, I won't run for president unless I feel like the, you know, my America is being taken advantage of. Well, guess what? America is being taken advantage of. We are the greatest 
nation in the world. And guess what? He said, I've had enough. I'm running for president. And he has turned shit around in three years. And why people don't understand that, I don't get it. I just don't get it. D.C. has been run by politicians since the beginning of time, I, I suppose. And then there's a foreigner in there, and they want him out because they are... I'll bet you they're afraid he's just going to like expose crap that happened. Because he doesn't care. Honestly. Todd, Todd, I, dude, I said it two years ago. People people are like, oh, well, he said he's going to put Hillary in jail, and dude, blah, 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 blah. I have said it for the past two years. Let him get reelected in 2020. Just let him get reelected. Then shit's going to roll downhill. Guaranteed. They've had their time. They've had three and a half years, the Mueller investigation, the all this bullshit that they've done for the past three and a half years to try to get him out of office. And it hasn't worked. Because the man knows what he's doing, and he hasn't done anything wrong. Let him get reelected in 2020. Mark my words. I'm saying it on the podcast right now. Watch what happens after 2020 and see if shit don't roll downhill. He don't have to worry about nothing. He's already elected. He can't get reelected again. The next one is Donald Trump Jr. I saw that. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> I just I don't you get got it, me man. fired up. <laughs> I just I, I just don't get why you can't accept and try to unite for the greater good of the country. Why is that a big deal? Because you know what it you know why? It's called T D S. It's called Trump Derangement Syndrome. The Democrats are so free. Everybody knew Hillary was going to win. They, they, they had it rigged. Hillary was going to win. We, the people, the American people that love our America, came out of our holes, registered to vote, just like me, put our word out there, and he won by a landslide. I'm hoping, got my fingers crossed, that's what's going to happen in 2020. Screw you if you don't like my uh, opinion. Damn it, Todd. I told you not to get me fired up. I didn't say anything. anything. I didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Oh, my God. He's so sick of this subject he's puking. (laughs) No, I didn't puke. I just had to cough really hard. Did you turn your head to the left? So that's that's. I don't freaking know, but Nancy Pelosi. I can't stand that woman. Johnny, what's next? Is there more? Oh, we oh we do have another question. This uh this is uh from Donnie Smith from the Big Titty and Shouter Show. You're kidding me. He wants to know. No, I'm not kidding you. This he is doesn't even have a computer Mo- and or a smartphone. Do what? How did he get his question in? He doesn't have a computer and or a smartphone. He, he I mean, he bums Titty and Shiner's equipment. But, I mean, he doesn't have his own. I got a text. That's all I know. From Donnie? Yeah. Why do you? Why are you? Yeah, wait, 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 wait a second. Why are you associating with this guy? He's got hockey hair. You have to understand when 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 you were on the Big Kitty and Shiner show, right? Yeah. Remember how he kept cutting your mic? Yeah. Okay, I'm not. I don't forget this that, stuff. That that the Atomic Drop show had anything to do with that, or. I had anything to do with that. I'm just saying, I knew you were on the show. When you were on the show. Dude. I'm... I'm... 
What's this guy want? He's speechless. Listen, I'm literally taking a question right now from a guy that has hockey hair. He's got the wrestler's wig, the achy breaky big mistakey, the beaver paddle, the LPGA, the Louisiana purchase, and the Kentucky waterfall. I'm taking a question from this guy. He cuts my mic. He comes on. He complains that his wife doesn't like the things that I say about him. Well, I'm a professional podcast host sometimes, and I go on professional podcasts a lot. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I come on a really nice show, a great invite from the Titty and Shiner folks, and all of a sudden they're cutting my mic, not them, Donnie. And now I'm supposed to take a question from this guy and it'd be okay and not hurt his wife's feelings? You kidding me? Do you work on airplanes? Would I punch him in the face? I mean, I mean, legit. I mean, come on. I mean, the dude, he freaking works on airplanes. He's an airplane mechanic. So he sweeps the floors. He sweeps the floors. You can't tell me that dude's keeping people safe in the air. Oh, I, I fully, oh, no, I fully believe it. No, no, you don't. Have you not seen the picture of his freaking Camaro? That's because he has a crash helmet for hair. He's got a bad-ass Camaro. It's a Z28 IROC. I've already seen the picture. Have you not seen it? No, I haven't seen the picture of the... I try uh, not to think about Donnie. I right, try well, not anyway, to talk uh, about anyway, Donnie. Anyway. No, this, Donnie makes this, me mad. If I want to rant, rant about Donnie, I'll rant about Donnie. Don't cut me off on my show. I don't like Donnie. I'm going to Orndorf armbar his ass. I'm going to double leg takedown. Maybe rub a forearm against the side of his head. Maybe pull out each individual hair that is a part of that disgusting mullet. And then maybe, maybe I'm going to tickle him in the face with it and then paintbrush him back and forth. Until he shuts his face and stops running to his wife about the things I say about him. Something funny? Something funny, Johnny? Are you ready? No, are you ready for the question? Is it from him? Yeah. Then no, I'm not ready. All right, well, Get it over with, go. From, uh, huh? Get it over with, go. All right, Donnie wants to know if either of you cry. I swear to God. I swear to God I'm going to make him cry. 30, 33 flicks to the foreheads coming your way, fella. <laughs> yeah, I cry every time I get a question from Donnie. I cry every time that John, that Donnie's name is brought up from Johnny. I get, yes, he makes me cry. Because there is something that we are trying to do on this show. It's almost like the time that we had this fake beef with the Atomic Drop Show and you didn't know and I just wanted to go on ranch because they ticked me off. Well, Donnie is now the Atomic Drop Show, but this time for real. <laughs> I am Buster Douglas. He is Mike Tyson in Tokyo. That's what's going to happen if I see him. He thinks he's a big bad dog and I'll just be the newcomer coming around the Titty and Shiner Show. Well, let me tell you something, TKO, sunshine. Johnny, do you cry? I said my words. TKO, sunshine. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Answer his question. Me? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, I cry. I feel like you cry every time I go on a rant. No, that's fun. That's a that's a different kind of cry. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't specify. Yeah, that's, that's a hilarious he, didn't spe- he didn't specify, so maybe the listeners and or the hosts of this fine program, in which people listen to each and every week all over the globe, thank you very much, he doesn't specify what kind of crying. How unprofessional to come on a professional show, ask a question, not give any details on what exactly it is you want when it can be taken from the left, taken from the right. You know what? He's probably from the left. That's what I'm saying, and you know what I'm talking about, Johnny. Is there any other questions? Uh, I think we're done. <laughs> No, I think that was the last question we had, I do believe. (laughs) I can't answer another question right now. My blood is boiling. I'm fired up. My leg's quivering right now. It won't stop shaking. 
I'm not even going to have to edit this part because I didn't even freaking stutter. He got me so mad. If I hear the name or have the vision in my dome, I get fired up beyond belief. And for one reason and one reason only, folks. I, co- I was asked to be on this really awesome show in which Johnny loves, in which I love. I was asked to be a guest on this show. I've been asked numerous times to be on different shows, and it is such a great honor to be a guest as a podcast host on another podcast. They run a professional tight shit program. But for some reason, and w- that has never been answered as to why Donnie purposely Cut my mic on and off. Was toying with me. I'm a professional podcast host who runs a semi-professional show now with Johnny Simonetti. But I was on a great show, <laughs> and all of a sudden, boom, mic gets clicked. Boom, mic get mic gets clicked. Oh, I don't know what's going on. He totally knew what was happening. He was jacking with me. If you want to know why I'm ranting and raving right now about Donnie, the hockey hair dude, it's because he was ignorant. He was rude. He runs to his wife. He complains, and all of a sudden, there's a big blow up. And now Donnie wants to invade my show. I should have cut off his question. If I would have known it would have came in, I would have cut off his question. Because if you ask a question, your name gets immortalized till the end of time on this very fine program. Because we announce who you are. We appreciate who you are, and they keep coming back. If you notice, the listeners who keep writing the questions keep coming back week after week. And all of a sudden, Donnie wants to try to jump in, steal someone else's thunder, because we only have so much time and so many questions that we can answer each and every week. And all of a sudden, Donnie from the Titty and Shiner Show, great dudes, third member, total schmuck. <laughs> The mullet is looking so good. You can't help. If you support this man, you're done. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Where are we at? I don't know. You're supposed to run this thing. I'm just here ranting and raving about how I want to give a five-knuckle shuffle to the dude's fuck... Alright, hold on, alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me calm you down. Nancy me, Pelosi, you piece of trash. Nancy Pelosi, you jealous old hag. Go ahead. Hey, right. hey, calm down. What's today? Today's Thursday, right? How you doing? This drops on Friday. How you doing? Guess what's gonna happen on Saturday? Are we going to do a live podcast? Are we going to record a podcast on Saturday together in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? We are taking the ultimate you, unprofessionalism to Harrisburg. Are you bringing your shit so we can do a podcast? I sleep with my stuff. What are you talking about? I love this so much. All right, so we can do this on Saturday. Guess what? Saturday, first time in, we're going on what, nine months? That we start that that you asked me to be a part of your professional, and now it's a semi-professional podcast. Oh, dude, is that feel, right? It feels like a lifetime, Johnny. <laughs> it does, but we're gonna do this shit Saturday, right? Uh bonus episode dropping Saturday. Well, we're gonna record it Saturday. I hope when there's you drop no, it, there's no hope. We, know, we whatever. Are. You know what, Todd. John. We ought to just instead of instead of doing your podcast and I mean you can still do that. Why don't we just do something live? Facebook Live. Oh, we can do that, but we're still going to record a show. All right, we well, can do Facebook Live. We're going to record a show, and we're, we are going to have in honor of me and Johnny's first meeting ever in person. We are going to record at the Great American Outdoor Show, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. If you want to find us, we'll be in the Archery Hall at noon. Now, folks, and you can find me because I'll be wearing the title in front of Todd Cast t-shirt. Folks, we are giving you a bonus episode. First time meeting ever. Great American Outdoor Show dropping Saturday night. We're going a little off schedule here. To give you a bonus show, but we want it to be that day because it's pretty cool. You know, it's like the first day that we met. It's, it would almost, and it, it's it would be as special as me punching Donnie right now. That's how cool it's gonna be. 
Well, like like you said, you'll be on the Todd on North from the Todd Cash shirt, and I'll be in a tattooed in the wild hoodie or T-shirt. Either way, we'll be there. I plan on being there at nine o'clock. Good. I'll try to be there same yep. time. How much? How much are tickets? I didn't even look. How much are tickets? It, it, it depends. If you're for, what is if you're a local, as in the state of Pennsylvania, it's three bucks. If you are out of state and uh, from from uh, what are the three states? West Virginia, Maryland, and Virginia. It's one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Everybody else is three bucks. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally yeah, kidding. I, I was gonna say. I was getting ready to say you ain't gonna see my ass. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, those three states have to pay one hundred thirty-five dollars. Yeah, I ain't coming. <laughs> I love you, brother, but no, it's not happening. <laughs> no, seriously though, how much are normally? I tickets? don't know. Not much. Maybe fifteen bucks. Oh, is that it? Probably something like that. Oh hell. I don't I know. They were fifty bucks. I don't know. I don't no no no. I don't know, dude. I got snuck in like two like two times throughout my lifetime. So you know because I had like <laughs> <laughs> I remember the I remember the one year I had like immediate pass or like whatever that somebody gave me because they knew what I was doing there and I didn't have to pay to get in. Hopefully that guy's still around. Thank right, you very right. much. <laughs> <laughs> dude, seriously, I figured they were like fifty bucks for the show. No, I think it's like fifteen twenty bucks something like that. Oh, hell yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. I'm still coming. All right, brother. Johnny, where can they find you on social media, my friend? Johnny Samo, Tattooed in the Wild, on Instagram. Folks, if you want to email the show, participate a little bit like everybody else and help help up help take up some room so – so Donnie can't participate no more. Email the show at onthetodcast at gmail.com. You can also find the show on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. Folks, thank you very much for tuning in. This was a really wicked and wild and un whatever. What am I thinking of? An un, un-, un- <laughs> what, Johnny? Hey, Welcome me, to the next. That is Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast hey. this week. Don't forget to reload. Darn it, buy reload, guys. <laughs> buy reload, Don't it's awesome. Don't forget the reload. Don't forget the reload. They're awesome. Buy their stuff. Me and Johnny use it. It's prime time, I promise. Folks, my name is Todd Orndorf. Out. Peace. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Tuttle. Let's go. Dying a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host. That knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the T. <laughs>